what it says I am. I can do what it says I can. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm a doer and not just a hearer. I'm humble before the Lord. I'm obedient to the Lord. I'm mature in the Lord. I'm enthusiastic about the Lord. I know that. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Let's look at Jonah. We're going to start at 4. But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship was about to be broken up. Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried out to his God and threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. But Jonah had gone down into the lowest part of the ship and had laid down and was fast asleep. So the captain came to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this trouble has come unto us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Please tell us, for whom cause is this trouble upon us? What is your occupation, and where do you come from? What is your country, and of what people are you? So he said to them, I am Hebrew, and I fear the Lord the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, Why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you that the sea may come for us? For the sea was growing more temperous. And he said to them, Pick me up and throw me into the sea, then the sea will become calm for you. For I know that this great tempest is because of me. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to return to land, but they could not, for the sea continued to grow more temperous against them. Therefore they cried out to the Lord and said, We pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish, for this man's life and do not charge us with innocent blood. For you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and threw him in the sea. And the sea ceased from its raising. May the Lord have a blessing. The reading of his word. You may be seated. And the title of the message today is, Get Off My Boat. Get Off My Boat. My objective is to encourage you to get rid of some things that's causing your boat to rock. To get rid of some things that's causing your boat to rock. See, when we look at the book of Jonah, we always think about the big fish and that he was swallowed up by the whale. We never really look at what happened before he was thrown into the water. 
We think about how he spent all his time inside the belly of a fish. But why? Why did he even have to go through that? One of the things is because he ran. He was disobedient, and he did not want to complete his assignment. So God sent me in a different direction this morning. The adventure of the boat. And we're going to study a few boats to start off with. The first thing is we are traveling on a journey. And each one of us are going our own different pace. Some of you are motorboats. You get in, you turn it on, and you zoom right through life. You don't look to the left or the right. You don't consider what you're going through. You just zoom. You got to get there in a hurry. Now, the only thing bad about that is if you run out of gas or if a storm comes and that boat stops, you don't know what to do. You're stuck. The next type of boat is a sailboat. Some of us are sailboats. We just go wherever the wind takes us. Here, there, and everywhere. We get with this group of people. Then the next group come, we go over there. We just go toss and turn wherever the wind takes us. But what happens when you have no wind? You're stuck. Then there's the third boat. I think I'm in this boat. It's the regular, old-fashioned rowboat. Let me tell you a good thing about the rowboat. It goes at my speed. If I want to stop and look at the view, I can. If I want to go faster, I can. If I get tired, I can rest. I think I'm in the rowboat. And I don't need any help in that rowboat. So I looked. I didn't have to look far. I'm, I'm gonna give y'all a I'm gonna give y'all a little, you know, I was in the Navy, right, Cliff? So we don't have to look too deep into this boat situation. But for those of you who've never been on a vessel on the vessel on the water, we're gonna help you out. Now, the first thing when I went to a the marina, he said, there are some things you're going to need on your boat to travel. Be it a motorboat, a sailboat, or the rowboat. There's some things that you have to have on your boat. So we're going to look at these things. The first thing you need is a rope. So I asked the man, what kind of rope I need? He said, depends on boat you got? I said, okay, that makes sense. Well, I'm on a little rowboat. And he said, well, you're in good company. This is all you need. That's what man tells you sometimes, that you need rope. You need rope to hang on to other people. You need rope to pull yourself in different directions that God didn't tell you to go. You need rope sometimes to hang your own self. 
But my God said, if you stay anchored with me, you're solid as a rock, and you don't need this rope. The next thing they said to me is said, you've got to have a flashlight. Now, let me show you this flashlight. This flashlight works when it want to. Sometimes I have to hit it to get it to work. Sometimes I forget to put batteries in it. It don't work. But they say I have to have one. Hmm. Well, God said, I don't need this. He said, I'm the light of the world. He said, when it's dark, I will shine. I will show you the way. I never run out of batteries. I never run out of juice. I'm always there. Let me be your light. He said, my word is a lamp. <laughs> until my feet and a, and a light into my path. So what I need with this on my journey? That's what people say you need. They say you need to shine bright so everybody can see you. Not necessarily. He needs to shine bright in you so everybody can see him. Okay, so we don't need this here. What's the next thing we need on this path? Oh, this is a good one. I love this one. Because this is new stuff. See, back in the day when I was in the Navy, we didn't need this here. It say, you got to have a cell phone. Hello? Hello? I ain't got no bars. Hello? Hello? What did I do wrong? Hello? So, that lets me know that this is not dependable either. But my God said, if you'll call on me, I will always answer. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. My line is never busy. He said, all you got to do is seek me. I will hear your cry. So I don't need this. Hallelujah. What else we need? Oh, we need a map. Now your map might get wet. It might blow away. Hmm. So then you say, well, go back to that phone and use MapQuest. <laughs> well, if you're out in the middle of a storm, chances are MapQuest ain't going to know where you are. If you have bars, remember that. But in Jeremiah, God says, I know. I know the plans I have for you. In other words, I know the direction you're supposed to be going in. You don't need a map. So I say, guide me, God, in your truth. And teach me, for you are God, my Savior, 
and my hope is in you all day long. So I don't need a map. Now, I got tickled when they asked me, he said, I need a toolkit. And you know I'm a strange one about this here toolkit. So I say, well, what kind of tools do I need to help me? See, them the tools I would take with me. Those are the tools that I carry with me. But he was talking about a wrench. I think I can use this. He said, a razor blade, my thing real sharp. He said, I needed a screwdriver. It'll screw and drive. So that's my toolkit. But as a boulder, you have to follow directions and you have to have what they want you to have. But God said, my word is your tool. My oil is your tool. Prayer and fasting are your tools. You don't need this tool box. You need me. Because I am enough. And I have everything you need. So, I messed up with the tool. I know y'all scared now, but that's what I collect. And I didn't go real far. I just got the stuff out of my car. Okay. It was funny. I went to get my oil changed the other day, and uh, I said, wait a minute, I got to take some stuff out of my car. And he said, like what? And I started pulling out stuff. He said, oh, my. <laughs> I said, it's okay. It's okay. You don't mess with me, I won't mess with you. Okay, the next thing you need is your rain suit and a hat. And I said, okay, if I'm in a rowboat and it's storming, what good is this rain suit going to do me? And what good is this hat going to do me? If it's storming, and like they say, the shore and the waves are raging, this ain't going to help me too much. But what God said is, I'm your protection. I got you covered. I have a hedge around you. So if the storm comes, I got you. And if I decide you don't get wet, you won't get wet. You'd be just like in the lion's den. You won't even smell a fire. Because I got you. And the hat is because of the sunshine, they say, to keep the heat off your head. He said, I got your shield. I got you covered. I got you protected from all of the elements if you just stay in me. You don't need to have either. So, they said you need a tarp. You don't need that either. 
Because when I pray at night, I said, if I'm on a journey, I said, Lord, my God, go before me and get rid of everything that's in my way. Stand behind me to watch my back from those daggers. Be on both sides of me to hold me up when I get weak because you are always strong. And hover over the top of me to hedge around me. So I don't need that kind of protection. And the third thing, this was funny now. I had to go to Walmart yesterday and I, I talked to boatsmen and they were standing up there getting ready to go fishing. And I said, I'm doing a sermon tomorrow and I, and I, I need to know all the things you take. And so one of the guys said, he looked at me and I said, he said, did you get your pantyhose? And I said, I beg your pardon? <laughs> he said, I'm not trying to be ugly, but if you're going on a boat, you need your pantyhose. I said, okay. Help me out. Come on, talk to me. I want to hear this. He said, let me tell you something. I never leave home without my pantyhose. Now, I'm looking at the guy kind of like passively looking at him. But he said, look, the simple thing about the pantyhose is you can use it in so many ways if you're smart. He said, if you want food to eat and you want to go charming, chomping, what you call it, you put the stuff in the water and then bring the fish, put it in the pantyhose and let it fall. He said, if your motor gets tangled up and while you're out to sea, you can wrap those pantyhose and it'll keep it going till you get to land. He said, the pantyhose do some stuff. If you don't have fresh water, you can put seawater down in there and it'll take most of, not all, but most of the stuff that's in the water out and you can squeeze it and you have a few drops to save your life. He said, don't leave home without your pantyhose. So I had to tell y'all about that. So y'all boaters, I'm telling you, go get your path, do what you gotta do. Hey, you never know. The last thing they said, and I didn't bring one, is a potato. A white potato. Don't leave home without one of those. He said, if you can't twist the t by you being a female, I understood, I took it this time. He said, you can't twist it off. If you cut that potato in half and put it on there, it'll lubricate it and it'll open up those things that you need to twist off. You're looking at me strange, Brother Chaiwon. That's what he said. Now, I don't know. I don't know now. That's what he said. I always tell you ice potato. And then, you know, if you get hungry, there you go. You got it. Okay, so let's get back to the scripture. Now that we got everything that we need on the boat. What I want you to see is man tells you a lot of different things, but you need to seek God and see what he says about every situation. Amen. Now, Jonah, we're going to get back to the scripture. 
Jonah paid for his passage on the boat. He was running from an assignment from God. Look at your neighbor and say, stop running. Y'all don't look like y'all mean that. Because we know some of us been running a long time. He wants us to do some things and we've been running. He went down below and he fell asleep. As he was asleep, the storm came. Now, do we know another story like that? One Jesus down in the bottom of the boat, sleep, and the storm came. Uh-huh. So this must be a popular thing, just go to sleep when the storm is there. And then it said they cried to their God first. And we know it's only one living God, one true God. So we knew that wasn't going to work. So they cried to their God, and then they began to throw their cargo overboard to lighten the load. Now the captain went on down there and said, hey, sir, sir, you need to get up. I don't even see how you're sleeping through all this. And they cast lots to find out who was responsible for the storm. And of course it fell on Jonah. But this was the thing. The storm got worse. And Jonah said, throw me over. Now, I ain't going to never volunteer for you to throw me nowhere. (laughs) But Jonah said, throw me over. I said, okay. And they threw him over, and then the peace came. So I began to read this scripture over and over again. They threw him over, the peace came. They threw him over, the peace came. They threw him over, the peace came. So this is what I got out of this. And y'all just bear with me because I went to God in prayer and I said, God, if they threw him over and the peace came, what does that say about the storms in my life? So he said, first thing you got to do is get me. Because when you got me, it doesn't matter if you stay on the boat or fall off. You're going to stay where you're supposed to be. Your head will always be above water. So while you got me, he said, I'm going to need you to throw some stuff overboard that I didn't tell you to put on your journey. He said, now... If you want victory, you're going to have to start doing some things. First, I want you to buckle up and get ready because things are about to change. So I said, okay, I got on my life raft now. I'm ready. Got on my vest. So it don't matter if I fall in or not. I'm ready. So I began to pray. I said, now, Lord, I don't know what's on my boat. And he said, start looking at those things that I didn't give you. So I say, Heavenly Father, Lord God, gossiping, you got to get off my boat. Ungratefulness, you got to get off my boat. Lying, 
you got to get off my boat. Lack of, you got to get off my boat. Jealousy, you got to get off my boat. Grief, you got to get off my boat. Pain in my body, you got to get off my boat. Sadness, you got to get off my boat. Shame, you got to get off my boat. Mental health, you got to get off my boat. Depression, you got to get off my boat. Loneliness, you got to get off my boat. Selfishness, you got to get off my boat. Unworthness, time, you got to get off my boat. Pride, you got to get off my boat. Fatigue, you got to get off my boat. Unforgiveness, you got to get off my boat. Oh, you got to get these things out. Somebody help me now, you got to get stuff off your boat. Backstabbing friends, you got to get off my boat. Kinfolk that don't love you, you got to get off my boat. You got to start heart disease, you got to get off my boat. Debt, you got to get off my boat. Debt, deafness, you got to get off my boat. Fear, you got to get off my boat. Unseen traditions that God did not ordain, you got to get off my boat. Cancer, you got to get off my boat. Leukemia, you got to get off my boat. You got to start speaking these things and get them off your boat because God did not ordain them to be there. And as you get them off your boat, you'll see that things will calm down. You'll see that things will start working out for your good. But you got to start getting them off your boat because you're on a journey and the journey is to God. It's to glory. And he's right there with you. So I'm telling you, you got to start praying and start getting these things off your boat. And don't let them trick you. You know, sometimes they trick you. They go to the bottom of the boat and they're attached to you. And you don't even see them and you don't realize they're there. Well, guess what? You better take a pit stop and wash off the bottom of that boat because they can't attach to you no more. God said he wants you to be free. He wants you to be totally, totally dependent on him. You don't need this equipment. All you need is him. He said, get this stuff off of your boat. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But that's all right. It's got to go. It's got to go. And while you're on your journey, don't you go and pick up no hitchhikers. God ain't ordained you to carry nobody with you. Them the very people that be dragging your boat underneath the water, you better leave them go. You're on a journey. You're on a journey. And he said, all I want, all I want is for you to make it. Now, the, the strange thing about it is, these people, when they threw him off the boat, they started praising our God. So sometimes, them people that's on your boat, if you throw them out, they might see God. They might get saved. Mm, think about it. Get them off. Get it off. Get it off. That rebellious spirit that's causing you to run from your assignments. Get it off your boat. Get it off your boat. You don't want people to throw you off your own boat. And that's what happened. Jonah learned his lesson. And I've learned my lesson. Because I started getting some stuff off my boat. And I feel freer. And I'm settling a little bit better. Because you got to go. If you can't help me row, you got to go.
Because I'm headed. I'm headed to promised land. You can follow me, and I'll wave at you. But you can't get on my boat. Hallelujah. 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 I'm done with that. Because I feel now freer than I've ever felt in a long time. Because stuff got to go. It's got to go. Life is too short. Get them weights off of your boat. Get those weights off of your boat. And if you don't know how, just call me and ask me. I'll tell you how to put them off. You ask three questions. The first one, are you here to help me or hurt me? That's a simple question. You ever seen those movies when the man is roaring and the lady is sitting there? She got a guy. She ain't happy. And she's an extra weight. Got to go. Because that's, that's how some of this stuff is. In your life, it's just sitting there and you just a wrong. And you're just trying to get there. And they just got to go. Got to go. The next question you ask them, where you headed? Because I'm going in this direction. Because this is the direction God gave me. And if you ain't going, you got to go. You got to go. We ain't headed in the same direction. You got to go. And the third question of all the best questions do you love him? Are we on the same accord? Because if we ain't on the same accord, you got to go. You got to go. Think about these things. What's on your boat? And get them off. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. If there's someone listening or in here that is unsure about what's on their boat. And they want to meet a man named Jesus who walked the water, who calmed the seas, who will calm your seas. He will love on you and he will give you the audacity to keep stuff off your boat to calm your life. If you're in here and you want to be saved, we ask that you raise your hand. If you're out in cyber rural, as they call it, we ask that you call our number, 850-862-3899, and press zero. Somebody will be there to answer and talk with you. If you like a church home, striving would love to have you. If you're in here, you raise your hand. If you're in the cyberland, if you call that number 850-862-3899, press that zero.
who would be happy to have you in this church family. If you need a prayer, you can dial that number, 850-862-3899, press zero. If you're in here, let us go before the Lord. The Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we're all on a journey, Lord God, and we thank you for it. We ask that you show us, Lord God, what needs to be taken off of our boat. Give us the strength, Lord God, to do just that. We ask, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit just come in and dwell in us, Lord God. We thank you for your light, Lord God, that shines over us. Make it clear our paths, Lord God, so we'll know which way we're going, Lord God. We want to follow you, Lord. And we want to dismiss anything that's in our life right now that's trying to prohibit us from doing just that. We know that you're the lifeboat, Lord God. And that's the boat we want to journey on. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we just ask, Lord God, that you lead us, that you love us, and that you put that hedge of protection around us, Lord God, so we can complete our journey as you would have us. We ask this in all prayers in your name, Jesus, and for your sake. Amen.